Good morning, my boy, Sai. Ah, Lili Nishmasi Mirosir Sus Mordechai. Just uh, one short email. I got to show you some of the pictures from the safari. Of course, all of them I took myself. What did I just do? I think I just turned off my computer. Wow. Okay, so you know what? Instead of wasting everybody's time, we're going to go straight to... I'm I hit that button, the off button. What's that thing on the bottom? Oh, here we go. You ready? Look at the floys haboira. I don't know if you could see all the different colors. Ah, you know how to say good morning, Raboisai? What's your name? Nelson. Nelson, you know how to say good morning, Raboisai? No. Okay. Um, this is Perschaim uh, Levin. The name of the store manager who came to Yashir is Ilan Sharf. This is Gourmet Glat in Woodmere. Look how big, the massive store. And he, he's uh, followed his chair. I said, so do you have a sign in Yashir? He said, no. I said, okay, no, let's go. He said, Adarava. Um, it's 4.30 in the morning. My eyes are closing, but I just finished Daf Membez. My name is Shmaya Fisher. I'm a singer and the owner of a school supplies arts crafts company. I read your interview in the AMI. I lately claim across your interview on meaningful people or broke the eyes for me to finally give us the, the sheer try was the exposure you gave my good friend Hershey Weinberger from the Shira Choir last Friday. I figured if he can do it, I can too. After all, we work together some nights. I contacted him, sign up, started to learn immediately. Today was extremely challenging for me. Started the day with some business duties in Muncie, Kitzer, Grand Heights, 3 a.m. in the morning. I need to do that. I'm glad I can keep my commitment. It's only because of the encouragement you're doing every day, showing you how other people are overcoming the obstacles and learning. I attach a screenshot from my status, which I especially do to challenge myself in public. So to give me that extra push, thank you and atzlucha. Yosef, you'll put it in there, right? Shkoyach. Oh, here's another picture. I'm very proud of this picture because you see the water spraying out of the giraffe's mouth. Oh, and what does it say here? 34% of the people watching this year are not subscribed. So please subscribe to whatever platform you are watching it on because it makes the shear easier for others to find, says Yosef. Um, before we get to the sponsors, let's do a quick, I'm not a Rebbe, but Moshe Hirsch every single week publishes the RMR Merkaz. Uh, there's a lot of great information here. This week, Lemoshel starts off with Zalman Tversky, Harav Zalman Tversky, a taste of Hasidus. We have a little bit of Svardisha things in here. We have Balchuva stuff. We have daft topics every single week by Rabbi Schoenberg. It was very interesting this week because I should have spoken about it. I think I'm a shtick. We're a shtickle over right over here. We don't have a maka up there. And base medrash is potter. People could die here, no problem. It's fine. Kids fall off. My house is probably also base medrash. That's why I don't have. He was talking about if you live on the fifth floor and uh, the window is less than 10 tfachim from the floor, do you have to put bars there halachically, not halachically? Good stuff. Anyway. We have Rav Gav here, all sorts of stuff. So without further ado, Ramosha Hirsch, who's a Litvak, sort of. But uh, today there's no difference between Litvaks and Hasidim. They, they, it's all a big mix. They, they, they go to... Shalom Aleichem, nothing. He doesn't want to do it. 
<laughs> First, let's start with some candy. Which candy do you like? You could have two. And what else? Ooh, those are two good ones. Okay, you ready? First, we have this. I don't even know how to do this anymore. It's a lot of practice for Yosef Klein. Look, look at this olive base. You know olive base? What is this? I'm supposed to put honey on it. And Zach, and here we got some honey. Should I put honey on it? And you're gonna lick it off? It's yummy. This is like candy, sweeter than candy, because Taira is so sweet. Olive base gimel. Olive mem. What's this? It's a birdie, right? Tough. MS. Aleph, Mem, Tough. Bikitsa, let's chop his hair and let's go fight there. <laughs> Woo! Did anybody cut his hair yet? Wow, what a schos, what a schos. You want, you want payas and tzitzis? Yeah, you're a big boy. You going to cheder? So where do I come from? Tell me what. From no, but this is payas. No, oh, no, this is the top. Okay, you ready? I'm not cutting that much. Uh, I have to have kavanas yichudim. Okay. All right. Now you get all of this. The kailo. We got to go learn Tyra. Thanks for everything you do. Do you know how to say good morning, Rabbi Isai? He knows, right? Yes, every morning. <laughs> every morning. Except for that. I know he puts in hours every single week, so Yishkoyach. The Koilo, sponsored by Anonymous, for all the new people that joined. The Koilo, sponsored by Avi and Rachel Kamiansky, memory of Rachel's mother, Rachel Gittel Bas, Esther Rita, Shabim Melitzi Shara, on behalf of us and our children. The Mesechta, sponsored Lidin Nishmas. Could you give me the right way to say it? Oh, you said Baruch ben Moshe Aaron. Lidishmas Moshe Lazar ben Nata Shalom. Ever that slacha v'chol anyanu for my children. Beautiful. By Jeff Rosner, the Masechta sponsored by Jeff Rosner. In schus my son, Yisuf Simcha Chaim ben Sarah. Chana refuah shalema. By the Lachlan Living Families, Lake New Jersey, because Torah is the best gula. And Lili Nishmas, Zechariah ben Moshe. By Benjamin S, the Israel family, in memory of our Zaydin Moshe Menorah and three cousins, Sarah Klein, Ricky, and Racheli Menorah, on their 12th yard side. And Shamas should all have an aliyah. Dr. Avram Epstein, in memory of my precious Southern Belle, wife, mother, and grandmother, Rita Gay Epstein. You knew them? Oh, but what about Menorah? Menorah. Chicago. By Michael, Bemela, Mati, Pearl, and Aaron Hirsch, to be Zoich, to make it to Umar Hashanah this year. The Parasayoyim, Rav Natatzvi Ben Elio Koslovit, on his 12th yard side is today. In Schos, of a successful trip to Eretz and attending MDY DAF live in RBS. Who's that? That's you. Yaakov Cyril. Wow. See, you have a step up on everybody else. Shkoyach. Razi Jaffe and family upon the ninth year of our beloved father, Mickey Morlet. Morad. Moshe Yaakov ben Rib David. Moshe Yaakov ben David. 
I'm not sure if you want to read this. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. My Moshe asks is, for that slacha of cleangreensfarmers.com, hashtag Torah is the best gula. I want to say, here we go. Daf Mem Dalid. We have to do it in 29 minutes. Omar oh. Mar, three lines from the top of Mem Dalid Omar Aleph. You have it, guys? The food is coming around. First of all, welcome to all the guests. Name? Yair Myers. Yair Myers. Yair Myers from Chicago. Chicago. You we know from the five towns. Adam Laboto. Can't say it like that. One minute. You're not from, uh, I forgot where you're from. Um, no, no, no. A funny name. What, what is Edgeware, Edgeware, that's right. Edgeware. Who else do we have here? Oh, Cost. Cost is here from uh, Manchester. Wow. And who, what's your tzaddik's name? Kogel? Yair, go from? Cincinnati. And behind you? Wow, we got two guys. Chaim Sherman from Nevei Daniel. Chaim Sherman from Nevei Daniel. And from? Nevei Daniel, many guys have been from Nevei Daniel. Shalom Aleichem. Wow. Do we have any guys that are from Ramah B'Chemesh? Shalom Aleichem. David Raya from Lakewood. Okay, we have one guy from Ramah B'Chemesh. Shalom Aleichem. Avi Gagir. Omar So, let's go to the chart. We have here, chart one, we have a woman who received two ksubas. One, ksuba number one happened in Adar. Ksuba number two happened in Iyar. And in between, the husband sold off some of his properties. So we had a shayla yesterday, which ksuba is the real ksuba? Which one does she get to, to collect from? Is it one or two? Ksuba number one says 200 zuz. Ksuba number two says 300 zuz. Iboy gavya, bahai gavya, iboy bahai gavya. So we learned that she could decide which one she wants. Now, she, if she chooses 300, sometimes you choose the larger amount and you get zero. Because, as you see, in Aleph Nisan, the husband sold off his properties and now she doesn't have the guarantee anymore. If she'll go for the lesser amount, for the 200, she's guaranteed to have any nechassim that he owned after that time. So she has a choice. She could pick. Perhaps Rav Nachman is mechulik on this. Now, it seems like the same exact case, but instead of a ksuba, you have a shtar. Here's the picture. Here you have a shtar that it says, I sold this field to Reuven, and that happened in the first of other. In the first of ER, two months later, it says the same exact thing. I sold this field to Reuven. Now, when it comes to fields, when I sell something, if the people I owe money to come around and take and collect whatever they come to collect, I have an achrayis. I give you an achrayis. If I sell you something, I'm selling it to you that if somebody's going to grab it afterwards, I'm going to make it up to you. Now, Right after I sold you, right after the first star, I sold off my real estate. 
So when it comes to the second star, I don't have anything to, to back it up with. So which one is the real star? Is it the first star or the second star? It's basically the same case of two ksubas. So over here though, we have a different halacha. Over here, if Nachman says that the second one is what counts. The second one says, look, this is the new and the new version, version 2.0. First version, we ignore whatever happened in other, cancel that. I, we wrote a new star, we signed on it, we have Adem. So it's whatever the second one says. Now the second one is the same exact as the first one, but the second one doesn't have anything to back it up. There's no property that he owns that could back it up. Says the Gemara, well, that's not such a good raya that Rav Nachman argues on Ksuba. Why? Because if you look over here, what happened? It's the same exact field in the green, same exact field in the blue. Nothing changed in regard to the content of the star. It's the same exact amount. It's one acre of land over here. It's one acre of land. But that's not what happened in the Ksuba. What happened in Ksuba? One was 200, one was 300. So he actually added. So it's addendum to the star. It's, it's, it's an addition to the first star. agrees the here. You see, in the second star, he added a little palm tree to the, to the field. He said, not only is it an acre of land, but I'm also giving you the palm tree. We, we, I always talk about it because I was very, when I met this guy, Ramapa Chemesh, that he sells dogs for like $100,000 a dog. The German shepherds that he trains to smell the bugs in palm trees. And they also smell dollars, different things that he trains them to do. <laughs> Seriously, he sells them to, to, to the government, the United States. They could smell dollars in suitcases, they could smell drugs. But they're trained to smell this bug in a palm tree because every palm tree told me some crazy number, I don't remember. $15,000 worth of dates per tree. It's a, it's a serious amount. $5,000, $15,000, I don't remember anymore. A lot of money per tree. So don't just think, oh, he's throwing in a palm tree. He's throwing in $5,000 a year of profits. The If he added on a palm tree, so now the blue star that he did in ER two months later is just in addition to the first star. And therefore what? He could decide which star he wants now. Because the second star is in addition to the first star. So either you go with the first star, you go with the second star and try to get all 300. He might lose everything. Over here he went from 200 to 300. So it's not that he rewrote the star. He didn't rewrite the star. He said, whatever Ksuba I gave you in Adar, I'm going to add a hundred to it. Now just saying the same words over. The second one cancels out the first one. If he added a palm tree, it's an addition to the first time. Now the Gemara says, Allah's. This is simple. Gishmak halachas we're learning here. Again, Shas Katan, different musagim that we might have not known yesterday. If the first star is a star mechira, it says, I sold you the field. And the second star says, I gave you the field as a gift. What's going on here? Why would he do that? The guy paid a million dollars for this land. And then a minute later, he writes him a star, I gave it to you as a gift. 
because there's an amazing halacha called bar metra. Bar metra means if I have a field right next to Shimon's field, and Shimon goes and sells it to Ruvain, after he sells it, it's already done. The guy is celebrating, he bought a great field. The bar metra, the guy that, that's right next door, could come and say, listen, I'm taking your field. I'm buying your field. I'll give you back the money, whatever you paid, but I get to buy it first. I'm the bar metra, the famous halacha. Why? Because the Torah is very concerned about people and their convenience, and you got to be a nice guy. And the guy has a tractor right there. He plows his field all day long. It only makes sense that he should be the one purchasing the field right next door. So he doesn't have to schlep his tractor on a trailer every day and go two miles down the road and start plowing over there. Over here, he just goes back and forth and now it's one large field. You just purchase the field there, go find another field somewhere else. You hear what's going on? It's a tremendous chiddush. After he already purchased it, not, not in the negotiations, he already purchased it, I could go and grab it away from him because of Dindibar Metra. Okay. But if I write a matana, that's only good if the guy paid a million dollars for the field. So I say, listen, I want to pay the million dollars. He goes directly to the, to, the, to the seller. He says, here's a million dollars. You give back that guy the money. But if the seller never sold it, he gave it as a gift. Now there's no kind of barmetra. What is he going to say? I have a field next door and I'm plowing. I also want this field. But this field was never sold. It's a gift. You, uh, you can't claim I, I want it. You can't demand a gift from somebody. He gave a gift. So it's a loophole how to sell a field to somebody that's, you don't, want, you don't want to deal with this guy. He's a big jerk. He's been a terrible neighbor all these years. Every time you went into his land one inch, he came screaming, called the cops on you. Now he wants, to, he wants you to sell him the field. No. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sell the field to Shimon, to Ruvain, for a million dollars. And then a month later, I'm going to write a document that says I gave it to him as a gift. Now the barometer can no longer come and claim it. Says Taisus, but he can't show the first star. So everybody talks about it, like what? You were teaching him how to lie. Hide the, the document that says it was sold. Show the best in the document that it's a gift. And the, bad, the, the, the neighbor can't have any claim. Okay. So <laughs> If the star that was written in the other was a sale. And the second star was a gift. Why did he write the second star? To add to the first star, it's not to cancel the first star, it's to make the, the first star better, and that there's no Mishum Dino de Barmetra, and there's no Dino Barmetra. Interesting, some Soifer says, Rabbi says that the Torah is also the same thing. The Torah is given to us as a gift, Torah Nasati Lochem, whatever the Lashon over there is. But it's also given as a, as a kinyan. It's a kinyan and a matana. So Kaj Baruch did a trick on the malachim. They say it's like a, like a, like a chap. That the malachim are bar metra. They're right over there in Shemayim next to the Torah. So no, now there's no time to bar metra because Kaj Baruch gave it to us as a gift after he gave it to us as a kinyan. Okay. V'chol shkein rishoy b'matana v'sheni b'mecher. If the first star was a gift, and then later on, he wrote another star as a mecher. If I give somebody a gift, it has no guarantee. Anybody can come and grab it if I owe money. But if I, after I give it to you as a gift, I love you, you're my friend and I give you a gift. 
Now I'm concerned that it doesn't have any achrayas. So I go ahead and I write a star as if you bought it from me. So the second star is in addition to the first star. But as we, the first case that we learned, the first star and the second star are a sale. The first star and the second star are a matana. So what's going on here? Why in the world did he write a second star when he has a first star? So the second one comes to cancel the first one. My time, why, why is it mevatel? So we have a machlaikis here and we have to understand in what, in what case is there a difference in the machlaikis. Raf and Momar, very simple. Raf says the reason why the second star, when I write one star, one document, all of a sudden, a month later, I produce another document with Edim and everybody signs and everybody's okay. Why did I do that? I'm being moida, the buyer is being moida, that the first star was a, was a false, falsified star. In other words, the Edim that signed on there are bad people. They're false Edim. I'm admitting that we dealt with a false star. The buyer wrote another star because he wanted to say that I'm Michael, you see, there's a house sold there. I'm Michael, all the real estate that was sold. I'm not going after that real estate. Me and the seller get along. He wanted to make some money on some of the real estate he had. He sold it. And I am going to write another document saying, I'm not going after that real estate, ever. I bought it. I bought my field after you sold the real estate. In fact, he bought it before, and he has a claim on that real estate. But now he has no claim on the real estate. Might be naive. But tachlis, what's the difference? How does it affect us? The difference between whether the, the, the buyer says, that I admit that the first star was falsified, or whether the buyer says, I admit that I just want to be Michael the seller. By him saying that the first star is false, he's saying, in effect, that the two Adim are Shakronim. And therefore, what if he says the two Adim are Shakronim? This is Rashi, an incredible thing. They become possible Adas forever. The apostle, the bad guys, they wrote a falsified star. As Taisvis, how does one guy have the right to say the two Adim are, are false and pass them forever? Says Taisvis, he can't use them. He's, he's admitting that they're bad people and therefore for him, if he has another star produced by those two Adim, he can't use it. But Rashi doesn't say that. If I admit that I never bought the field, then all the, all the produce of that field for the last year, the last two months in this case, is not mine. So I'm admitting that it's not mine. I have to pay back the seller. But if I say, no, I really bought it back then. And it, all the fruit and all the produce I used was mine. I am just being Michael, the guarantee. I'm being Michael, the real estate. Okay, but he doesn't have to pay for the fruit. Ulatasko, the property taxes. Who has to pay property taxes? If I admit I never owned it, so it wasn't mine. If it's mine, then I have to pay property taxes. I said this before, but as a community service, anybody that's thinking about buying real estate, the, 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 uh, the pros I'm not really talking to. I'll ask you, Shaila, if you're a pro in real estate. You're a pro, right? You have a lot of real estate. Yeah, okay. Toronto, it's not. When you buy a property, and you look at all the numbers and everything looks, you have to do your due diligence and everything looks good. You're going to make a lot of money on this property. What could go wrong? What number could all of a sudden be inflated? 
property taxes. Why? Because there's a lot of, the, the, they, they reassess the property sometimes when you buy, you purchase. You bought it in 1970 for $100,000. You just sold it for $20 million. So the government says, wait, now the property's worth $20 million. I have to reassess the property taxes. You did all your numbers. You said you're going to make a million dollar profit. And now they're going to all of a sudden give you a property tax bill that's a million dollars. You just lost money in the property. That's A. Talking from experience. In the 2008, all of a sudden, Indiana decided that they're going to raise my property taxes by 150%. Something with sugar. I, I had to go to a heart I said this once. I went to a heart specialist because I couldn't sleep at night. I thought I was going to lose all my properties. All my profit was, was in the toilet. But anyways, so a lot of times you have to look at that number. Stop, I'm throwing this out. You guys here in Israel don't care about this stuff, but it's a number that, no. And also, sometimes every four years they redo it. Or every, so you're looking at this number, you say, oh, it's give out. The rent is X amount, and the this, and the, the, the expenses. Uh, the expenses are going to go up next year by double because the pro- property tax is one of the highest expenses. Okay. Talking about property tax. What? The single highest expense. Not if you have 35 employees uh, on the property or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Says the Gemara. Might have a lot of So yesterday we had a Shiloh. At one point, maybe we should move this. Just uh you know this guy is, right? Okay. That's the plan. The biggest, the biggest sadik in... It's crazy. Okay. Huh? Remember that time that Noam's, Noam's, Noam had a woman from his uh, seminary go to America to, to recruit girls. And then she got stuck there. So Yossi Klein says, don't worry about it. He gave her his credit card and she spent and she did. He doesn't even know this woman garnished. Oh, take my credit card. Like... His chesed, and he's I, again. I'm, he's not this gazillionaire. He, he's okay. He's, he's comfortable, but he just chesed, chesed all day long. Fine. Who knows? He doesn't know. He doesn't care anymore. It doesn't make a difference. It's it's a guy. You're saying what's the big chesed? I do it every day for my wife. I hear. Yeah. My Avalodic Suba, what was that joke? Oh, 10%. minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. My Avalodic Suba. So the, the Shaila is what's the bottom line? When could a woman, again, we're talking about Achrayas and a guarantee for a Suba, when does that guarantee start? Does it start when she gets Arusa or does it start when she becomes an Asua? At what point? It's a, a year difference. During that year, her, her husband, her future husband, could sell off all his property and she has no backup to her ksuba. If it's a ksuba of a mana or it's a ksuba of a masayim, that's when the 200 and the 100 go into effect. But the extra amount, that's like Ravuna we had yesterday. You only get your achrayas nechasim from marriage, from after chuppah. Great. Rabbi Sai, brand new sugya. We're going into a whole different uh, concept called moitzi shemra. It's very similar to what we learned up until now, but it's very different. 
The, the Moitzi Shemra is a guy that says that his kala was mezana when she was arusa between the Erusin and the Suin. So here's the Pasuk. Now, for, I just want to show you these things, the, 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 the rules. First of all, she has to be a Psula, a Naira, and a Arusa during her Erusin. Okay, so those are the three things we have, similar to what we had over there by by Oynes and said Arusa. Fine, she has to be a psula, nara, and arusa. If you don't have one of those three things, she's a baula, she's a boigeres. These halachas don't apply. Different halachas apply, but not these. What's special about this? Typically, a woman who's mezana gets chenek. Over here, it's a different type of Oynes. It's a different misa. It's skila. By her father's house. They take her to, she lives wherever she lives, he lives. They take her to the front door of the house. They throw her off and they start stoning her right in front of his house. Now, that's if this Adim and everything is good. What if he lied, the man lied? So, I don't know if you recall, we had this whole debate. What's worse? What would you prefer? 39 lashes? By the way, I, the one thing I have at Tsar, and Tomer is going to make it up to me. I was on this, we were driving with Tomer's brother, Gili, and one of the guys there, and one of the peddlers in the street was selling brooms, which they all do. Every block they sell brooms. Somebody once explained to me why. I, I, I forgot the, the... But he's selling a whip. And I got to get this whip, because every time we're going to talk about Malchus, so Gili says, don't worry, they sell it in every corner. I'll get it for you. Never happened. That guy with the whip was a one-time thing with a whip. Beis Hashem told me you're going to make sure that he sends it to me from Africa. It's this tall. He said that they used to use it on the slaves. It's a piece of wood. And the end has a thing. It looks, just to look at it, looks scary. Get 39 of those. Or to pay a year's salary. In this case, two years' salary. A hundred. Rabbi Shalom was telling me, eh, it's cooking, but Lamaisa. Aksuba. And Oynes is identical. It's 50 zoos, 50 zoos. Over here, it's double. Think about it. Somebody that violates a woman pays 50. Somebody who says that she was mezanah pays double than a violator. It's unbelievable. The Gemara talks about it. What, what you could do, what? Almost gets her killed, but he didn't do anything to her. He was mezanah and doesn't that. Yeah, you, but words, words speak louder than action. A guy, a mamsha rapist, gets, pays 50. The guy that said that she was Okay. I hear. Tempted murder. I hear. Fine. Akoponim, he gets, not only does he get Malchus, but he pays. So that, that and there's no argument over here that that's really bad because he gets, bo- then back then we said, what does a person prefer? Malchus or to pay? And I went around in Shul and I asked different people and different people said different things. Everybody, a wealthy guy said, I'd rather get the, the, the Malchus. The poor guy said, I'd rather pay. It was, there was no... It wasn't about wealth and not wealth. Some people, maybe they don't understand what Malchus is. Once you see that whip, you'll chap, guns fine. But over here it gets both. It's a tremendous Einish. Sponsor for Malchus? Oh. Oh. So the official mission is sponsored by Moshe Kohen, Fatzlocha, with Limit Says the mission. These halachas don't, don't apply so much to Ogiyaris later on because. Agiyaris later on is a bu'ula, so she's not, she, she's missing. We, we always say that most likely she's a bu'ula, and especially if she's not a naira. Okay. So, Hagiyaris is gaira bita'ima, but her daughter became Agiyaris with her. In other words, even if the daughter was a psula, 
she became a Giyaris when she was a year old with her mother, Vizinsa. Here's the Pasuk, just so we see the Pasuk. First of all, it has to be Naira. Here you see the door of the father's house. It's not Chenek, it's Skila. If everybody stones her to death, she's going to die. So then why does the Pasuk say Vamesa? So that's why it's in purple. We're going to see. In Kla Yisrael, a terrible thing happened. Listen, this is Beisavia. But a Giyaris is not Beisrael. So, Vizinsa Harezu Bechenek. She's not included in this Beisrael because she became a Giyaris later on in life. And Memela, it's Bechenek. She gets a regular, she's Jewish. So she, she, she gets the, the, the Einish of Eshesish. She's Eshesish, right? She's a Narusa. Again, in the time of the Gemara, the guy used to give a ring. She becomes like an Eshesish. She gets Chenek. Now, going to, if the man was caught lying in the Eidim Arzoimimim, that he gets Malchus, he's a, he's a tempted murderer, so he gets Malchus and a hundred, that doesn't apply to her either. She's not in this parsha. He doesn't get any, he doesn't get that Einish. What if her mother became pregnant with her? Shaloi Bigdusha, when she was a Gaya, but she gave birth to her when she was already Ms. Gaya, So when it comes to her death penalty, as the Gemara is going to explain from that word, Vamesa, special halacha, that her death penalty goes based on how she was born. Since she was born as a Jew, she gets the penalty of a Jew, which is skila, not chenek. However, the other two halachas that are negeah to Jews don't apply to her. Gemara is going to explain why. So there's no, you don't, you don't where do you stone her? By, by the Shari'ir, like by Bezdin, what, not, not by the father's house. Not in the middle of a neighborhood, a quiet neighborhood. And the guy doesn't get punished if he's found as a liar, 100. However, if she was born, the pregnancy, she was already, her mother was Jewish. Her, her, her birth was, of course, Jewish. That's Pashat. She's a Jew like any other Jew. Now, going, now the Mishnah switches gears a little bit. A regular Jewish woman, what if the, her father's homeless, doesn't have a house? So you would think, perhaps, the Torah says, where do you do the skila in front of the house? But there is no house. Okay, she's part from skila. No. It's not a ma'akiv. Let's say her father died. He left over a house, but there's no father. I raised him a skila. Again, it's not ma'akiv. We're going to do this all in one minute. Moshe Horn in honor of Zach, the Rock, Rockland, and Lenny Lerner, CPA. And Uri Newman in honor of Rebelli. And, okay, I forgot to write it down again. Minani Mili. How do we know this idea that there's a difference between a Rasa Shalabik Dusha that if she was conceived by a non Jewish mother, then you get Skila? So we go back to the Pasuk again. Oh, not here. Vamesa. I can explain before. If the whole entire city is standing there with rocks, 
throwing it on her head. You know what's going to happen? She's going to die. They already cycle her. So, so the word Vamesa is extra to teach us that she dies. This case. Now, there are three cases. There's a case of two ch- green. She was conceived as a Jew. Her mother was Jewish and she was born. Her mother was Jewish. This is the red. Her mother wasn't Jewish when she was conceived. Her mother wasn't Jewish when she was born. And then you have the middle case, the blue. Half and half. She wasn't conceived when her mother was Jewish, but her mother became a Gyaris during pregnancy and she gave birth to a Jew. So we are saying that the word Vamesa, you see on top, Vamesa is going on the middle case. That's very poshant. Because if it's going on the green case, that's po- everybody understands that she's 100% Jewish. Her mother, before she was conceived, her mother already became a Jew. So to say that she gets a penalty when she's a complete Gaia, it's impossible. So Mamela, the word Vamesa has to be on half and half. That's what the Gemara is saying here. Wait a minute. If she's going to get a death penalty like a regular Jewish woman, which is Skila in this case, not Chenek, so how come the man goes scot-free? He doesn't have to get Malchus. He doesn't even pay a hundred. The whole Chiddush is about the death penalty and not for the Knaas. Maybe he's coming to say the green case where she was also conceived. You don't need a Pasuk for that. She's a regular Jew. Perhaps he's coming to say the red case. She's not Jewish. The Pasuk says she has to be Jewish. If somebody doesn't have a father, a girl doesn't have a father, and her husband was Moisi Shemraner, said that she was Mizana. Potter. Special Ptur, according to Rabbi Yossi. Why? She has to have a father. It says in the passage of Mefato here, the bottom one. The guy can marry her, but what if the father refuses to let this Minoval guy marry his daughter? He's just Mefato. So he has to pay the, the 50, the, the fine to the father. Now it says a double ocean. Ma'in yimain. Also in a case where there is no father around and the girl herself refuses to marry him, she gets the knas. But here's the problem. Right above that, you see, it says, That's a pasuk by Oynas. But we already know the famous between Oynas and Mephata. So let's pretend that it says by Mephata, the bottom pasuk, it also says, Lavia Nara means, according to what you're telling me now, that if the father doesn't exist, he's dead. There's no knas at all. We just said that if somebody's moitzi shemra on an orphan, potter, there's no knas. Why? Because it says Lavia Nara, not this Lavia Nara. It says somewhere else. It says by moitzi shemra also Lavia Nara. No. So based on that logic, there shouldn't be any knas by a mafata if the father's not around. Because it says, and he has to be alive, and he's not alive, so there shouldn't be a knas. 
Says Gemara, who may say love him He has the question, he has the answer. You're right. You need a father to get a knas. If she's a pure Yisayma, there is no knas. Because it says, So what is this talking about? That she has the right to refuse him and she gets the knas? If her father died after the violation, after the, the pitui, and then, and then she became, the father died, she became a Yisayma, now she's, she's mind. she doesn't want to marry him, she gets the knas. But any chanami, if she was a Yisayma before the violation, she doesn't get it. Why? Because it says, Lavi Anaro. Says Gemara, Rav Omar. So, Rav says no. That if somebody's Moisi Shemrani, Yisayma, Chayev. I say you're Chayev. Mimai. How do I know this? Midatani Ami. It says over here, See the pasuk. The the parsha of Moisi Shemra is not on a psula of a gerim, only on a Yisrael. Now the question is, a ger? What's a ger? A ger is kekotin shenoyla dami. Rashi goes in. Not exactly sure why. He says that their zera is mafkia the zera, zirmasusim. Okay, but the bottom line is, kikhotan shenoyla dami. So she has a, a halacha of a yisayma. If you're telling me that Rav is saying that you're chayiv, and I'll prove it to you why, because if you, it makes sense that you're chayiv. That's why the puzzle comes to exclude a ger, a yisrael. That was Moitzi Shemrani Yisoyma Chayev. But on a Ger, because they have this Pasuk, Yisoyma Shemra, Absolus Yisrael, Potter. Eli, I was Bisrael, I got no Potter. Hashem Bisrael, Potter, Begay Mebaya. So, of course, a Yisoyma has a Kanas. Omer Shlokish. Hamoitzi Shemra, Aktana, Potter. Now, this is a freebie, Rabbi Isai. We learned this word for word four days ago. Hamoitzi Shemra, Aktana, Potter, Shinemar, unless you were. Watching the rhinoceros in the background, it could be you didn't chop the whole thing, so we'll do a chazara now. Hamoisi Shemra Alakhtana Potter. Shinemar bin Nosan Lavianaro. If you're Moisi Shemra on Akhtana, this whole parasha that we just learned about, Moisi Shemra, he's saying that his, his kalo was Mizana during Erusin. It says in the Pasuk, we said there's three things you need, right? Here, let's go back. You need a Psula, a Naira, and a Arusa. And she's not a Naira, she's in the middle. She's missing the Naira, why? Because she's a Ktana. What? With the hay. Mole with the hay. You're telling me the only reason you know it's not a ktana? Because it has a hay. He says, unbelievable. It says in the passage, you give her skila. Where do you give a skila? Beisavia. The whole thing, Pesel Beisavia. How can you give a ktana skila? There's no oinish for a ktana ever. So obviously, I don't need that nara. Hey, not hey. I know it's not a ktana. You can't punish her. Says the Gemara, okay, one line and then we're done. Without a hey, I feel ktana be mashma. So just to remind you, here, von choice in Meir Kesef, which case is Meir Kesef, our boy say? 50 kesef is oinus mefata. 100 is our case of Moisei Shemra. Over here it says narrow with a. 
I don't need this Naira with a hay. Because you can't kill a girl if she's 11 years old. But why does it say with a hay? Because to tell you that every other place in the Torah, which by the way, almost every other place that says Naira, it says without a hay. Over there, it comes to exclude. Here. To tell you that in every other case, over here, Naira is even a Ketana. We had a Machlokes, whether it's a Ketana or not. But he holds that because it doesn't have a hey, it's mashma, a ktana as well. Rabbi I have a wonderful day. Menachem, what time is Motzah Shabbos? For real? What time is Motzah Shabbos? I don't know. 10 o'clock, Motzah Shabbos, Bezer Hashem, Yisborah. Have a wonderful Shabbos.